Good evening, everyone. This is Crystal from the Spooky Barber Babes, and tonight I bring you part four to the Doomsday Couple podcast series that we've got going on. Um, tonight we're going to touch on the years 2020 and also the year 2021, kind of following out where everything's kind of lining up to where it's at today. Um, tomorrow night's just kind of going to be like a quick little recap um, and just kind of an overall opinion theory kind of night. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. So to start off, we're going to start off with January 26th of 2020. I do apologize if I mispronounce this, but uh, we're going to start off with the Kauia police serve a search warrant for the Daybells, Vallo and Daybell, uh, their rented properties, such as their condo in Princeville and the vehicle that they rented while in Hawaii. On January 30th, 2020, Lori Vallow has failed to comply with a court order to produce her children to authorities in Madison County in Idaho. On February 20th, 2020, Lori was arrested on a warrant from Madison County, Idaho, Idaho, wow, Idaho, Jesus, <laughs> in Kauai and held on a $5 million bail. She was returned to Idaho. Police at this time still believe the children are in extreme danger. Valo had lied about their whereabouts, telling police that, and people, Tylee had died a year prior, which sadly we now know is technically true. Uh, and Daybell had even told people that Vallow had no children whatsoever. At the time, Vallow was charged with two counts desertion and non-support of dependent children. Also, obstruction of a police investigation, asking a friend to lie to police, and contempt of court for failing to follow order to produce the children. On June 9th, 2020, human remains were found on Chad Daybell's property. On June 10th of 2020... Relatives announced remains found are indeed Tylee and JJ. JJ's grandfather, Larry Woodcock, tells Idaho Falls Post Register that both children are no longer with us. Daybell is charged with destroying or concealing two sets of human remains. Bail is set at $1 million. Prosecutor Rob Wood said he believed Chad either concealed or helped hide the remains knowing it would be used as evidence against them in court. The first body was hidden or destroyed sometime on or after September 8th, which was, you know, the last known time Ty Lee was seen alive. The second set was believed to be JJ, and they were saying that the time frame was on or around September 22nd, which is, again, also the last time JJ was seen. On June 29th, Lori gets an added new felony charge of alleged conspiracy with new husband, Chad Daybell, to hide or destroy the children's bodies. Documents suggest JJ was buried in a pet cemetery while Ty Lee was dismembered and burned. If you remember from a couple, I want to say it was an episode ago, um, Chad had texted uh, Tammy and said, Hey, I shot a raccoon. I'm going to go bury it in the pet cemetery. Uh, Sadly, he didn't bury a pet. He buried a child. Um, Cox, if he was still alive, would have been charged with the same conspiracy to high and destroy remains. And that was basically by taking JJ to the Daybell's property the day the child was buried and by telling police later on that he was visiting grandparents in Louisiana. 
fast forward to May of 20, May 24th of 2021, a grand jury had convened and returned indictments against Vallow and Daybell on multiple counts, each of conspiracy to commit first degree murder, grand theft by deception, first degree murder, and conspiracy to commit murder related to the death of Vallow's two children. Tad, Chad faces two counts insurance fraud and a first-degree murder charge for the death of Tammy Daybell. Vallow also has two counts of grand theft to, in relation to the Social Security benefits for her, that she was collecting for her children even after her children had been deceased. On May 26th of 2021, Chad had his initial court appearance via Zoom where he was literally smiling and laughing even as the judge was like, hey, can you hear me? He's in all in good spirits, happy and everything like that. Um, he did waive his formal reading of the indictment, and he was not offered bail. His official arrange, uh, arraignment was scheduled for June 9th in the morning. Vala was also initially scheduled as well, but the hearing was cut short due to exigent circumstances brought to the judge beforehand. On May 27th, 2021, Lori Vallow is deemed mentally unfit to stand trial. Declared non-competent in Idaho, according to an order filed in Fremont County. Statement said Vallow needs restorative treatment and must return to uh, competency before a criminal case can move forward. Prosecutors are contesting the outcome and a hearing would will be needed in terms to see can she stand trial can she not stand trial like what's going on um investigators at this time did recommend that Vallow face additional charges in suburban phoenix for the 2019 murder of charles Vallow. um and of course we all know who she would have been having charges with as well but you know he's no longer with with the uh living on june 7th 2021 rob wood he is the prosecutor, withdraws his contestion against Valo's competency declaration, citing medical evaluation and corresponding data provided by a court-appointed examiner. So basically what he's saying is, okay, I've seen the reports, I've heard the medical examiner, you know, and the person who's supposed to be, you know, doing this mental uh, evaluation on her, and yep, uh, I'm going to not deny that she gets this help to be you know, fixed and put back to where we need her to be so she we can move forward with this. On June 8th of 2021, Vallow is committed to an Idaho Department of Health facility, and they basically said she will be there for three months. As of June 8th, they're saying three months. Um, that would put her, put the next time that they can really put her in front of the trial will be sometime around September 8th of this year. Um, but sadly, this does temporarily halt the Idaho proceedings for murder, conspiracy, and the grand theft charges. On June 9th, one year after the bodies have been discovered on Chad Daybell's property, Chad Daybell pleads not guilty to all charges. The conspiracy to murder, the, the first-degree murder, the hiding and destruction of bodies, um, and the charges with Tammy Daybell as well. Um, so he's like, nope, not guilty can't prove it. On June 23rd, 2021, um, it was announced that Chad Daybell's trial is now set for November 8th, 2021, and it's expected to take about five to six weeks. So when that does happen, 
and we kind of get more information on when Lori gets out of the medical facility and when this trial does come to light. Um, we will be following that as well on our Instagram and through a couple episodes. Um, one of the main reasons why we're sticking with this is because it is in everyone's brains. Everyone is concerned about it. And it's just, I couldn't imagine like murdering children and just being like, oh, that's fine. Whatever. I made money off of them and just acting like they just don't care. You know, it's ridiculous. On June 29th, 2021, Lori Vallow is charged in the 2019 death of Charles Vallow. The indictment says Vallow had conspired with her brother, Alex Cox. And there's actually a little bit more information that I was able to find about this. And um, it kind of got a little interesting. But it says while investigating Charles's death, um, you know, Ty Lee actually came out and said that she confronted Charles with a baseball bat because she heard yelling and screaming and arguing outside of her bedroom door. So she came out with a baseball bat and she said that she was trying to defend her mother. Um, but Charles Vallow had took the bat away from her, presumably so that we, you know, she wouldn't harm anybody. Um, supposedly at this time, Alex Cox intervened and Charles had hit him in the head with the baseball bat. Um, it says that Alex Cox had then went to his room and got his gun, demanding Charles to leave. Uh, later, it stated that Cox had fired in self-defense after Charles refused to drop the baseball bat. But what surprises me is so Tylee is supposedly there saying, oh, she went and, you know, got this bat and that she was going to, you know, attack Charles. But... Alex was there. It doesn't say who he was arguing with. I mean, I'm assuming it was Lori he was arguing with, but I mean, there is no real assumption of like, was it Lori he was arguing with? Was it Alex? Like, who was he arguing with for Tylee to come out? And that I couldn't find in the report. Um, but Cox told police later that Lori and the children left shortly before the shooting occurred. But like, the way they explained it was that this all happened boom, boom, boom. So if Ty if Charles took the bat from Ty Lee and supposedly swung on Cox. Ty Lee would have still been there when Cox went to get his gun. Presumably this house isn't a big house. So if he goes and gets his gun and then comes out and just starts shooting, uh, how did no one else get injured? How did no one else get shot? How, like, how did the kids and Lori just up and leave? I feel like there was... There's there's a, a blank somewhere in this that doesn't make sense. If Valo was there to pick up his son from his estranged wife, and that was the whole point of him even going there, was to pick up JJ. He's there to pick up JJ. Why is JJ not allowed to leave with him? Why is there an argument? Why did Tylee feel the need that she had to get a baseball bat? Or is she covering for something else? Um, and which, I mean, I, I have a fear that, I mean, Charles has stated that one of his main reasons for leaving was because his estranged wife had said she's going to financially ruin him and kill him. I mean, I'd be a little like, okay, who's to say that she didn't threaten her daughter to say, hey, if you don't say this, you're not going to make it to the end of the day. Kind of one of those kind of things. And it's just like, 
I don't know, something doesn't make sense. Um, but an interesting side note that I had found in Lori's Maricopa County case, the prosecutor is the girlfriend of the Jody Aries prosecutor, Juan Martinez, and her name is Trina Kay. Presumably they're still together. I'm not really too sure. I didn't really dig too much into that. It's just uh, for all you people out there that love, you know, trial connections and things like that. Um, and then lastly, the last information I could find was that there was supposed to be a joint jury trial that started on July 12th. Um, somewhere in between this whole mixed, Valo did plead not guilty. But as far as anything after July 12th, I'm not finding anything. Truth be told, I'm not really finding anything past the uh, June 29th uh, indictment against her for the murder of uh, Charles. So my biggest question in this whole thing is, is she going to be fit to stand trial in three months? Well, now technically almost less than a month. Um, no, a little over a month. Is she going to be, is Lori Vallow going to be fit? What is Chad Debo going to say or do to try to get himself out of the line of fire? If Alex Cox is or was alive, would he be charged the same full extent? Um, there's also a side article I had found about Alex Cox and his a, a niece of some sort. Uh, when I was looking into his death, um, apparently his niece was in a nasty custody battle and that Alex supposedly had threatened her baby daddy. I don't think they're together anymore, but the father of her child, he threatened with a gun. So this man has clearly been unstable. What was his mental state in all of this? Like, is he just some, was he just some gung ho, you know, I'm going to do what I'm going to do, you know, kind of one of those guys. Or was he just mentally unfit his own self and shouldn't have had a gun to begin with? Um, it just leaves a lot of questions that hopefully will get answered. Um, I know as somebody who, you know, loves true crime and stuff like that, there's always questions you want to get answered, but there's always questions that won't get answered. And in this case, I hope truthfully that all the questions regarding like why this was done to the children where they just looked at as a paycheck where they just looked at as money were they an inconvenience for her I mean there's so many different ways like if you couldn't handle being a mom you, you have family they have, apparently they had loving grandparents there was other people involved that could have taken the children and helped out and the children would still be here today it's just, it's really upsetting as a mom to kind of think about that and be like, wow, somebody could really do that to a child. So tomorrow night, I'm just going to be going over more of my theories and opinions on this whole situation, this whole case. Um, hopefully I'll have a couple more updates about uh, trials going forward and things along that line. But for now, that's it for us tonight. I hope you all have a fantastic evening, day, whenever you're listening to this. I hope you have a good one. And we'll see you tomorrow.